Welcome to Absolute Comics right here at the Comic Story Podcast Network. My name is Benny. That is Sal. I run the channel Comic Story and he runs the channel Comic Pop. And we talk about comics every Tuesday right here at twitch.tv slash comic story and 5 p.m. Eastern. So I got a list of topics here, but Sal and I, in usual fashion, have already started tangenting before I did this. So, it, like, I, I, I got, I, I haven't really had space to talk about this. Uh, you brought up YouTube views are just weird and wonky and it doesn't make sense anymore. That's right. I have a channel with 2.5 million subs, humble brag. Uh, that means nothing. It literally yeah. means nothing because I can put a video out and it gets 17,000 views. And then I can put a video out and it gets 50,000 views. And then I can put out turtles and it gets 300,000 views. Yep. It makes zero sense. And, I, and as of last September, when DC struck me with a copyright strike because they didn't want me to do things day of, but they apparently have no care in the world about every other channel. That's right. Like, which still to this day actually irks me. That well, I, I got pinged. And no one else. They got were making hit. an example of you. Clearly, that's what happened. They were like, yeah. no, we'll, we'll ding him. The, the others will all talk to each other and then they'll all stop. What happened instead? Nothing. Is that. nothing. Literally nothing. I can't do day one things, which killed my clickbait. And for those of you guys who don't know, and Dan and I are going to make an official video talking about all of this and like the direction we decided to go with Comic Story. But for the podcasters, what I decided to do was just stop caring. That was literally it. And I don't mean stop caring about Comic Story, and it was stop caring about the rat race of YouTube. Comic Story does well enough that I could pay my staff and pay my mortgage, and I'm like, you know what? Why don't I just start doing comic books that I enjoy? And Sal, I have had so much fun with Comic Story and since doing, making that decision. Yeah. Like, I pick the stories I want. The old Benny would never have done Moon Knight. No. Old Benny would never have done like Winter Soldier and Falcon because, oh, what if it doesn't get enough views? I, I, I got I to gotta worry about that. You know what I mean? Yes, no, I do. Two or three videos a week, I put out whatever the hell I want, I, uh, which is a lot of it now is voted on by our Patreons, patreon.com slash comic story for the mini producer mm -hmm. here. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a genius move because it also yeah. it, it makes the, uh, the Patreon more valuable. Like it, it, is a, it is an inadvertently strategic move because – you are more actively interested in the product, which makes the product superior, while also making the Patreon intrinsically connected to the content. So you get, like, money over there, you make better content, which technically, according to anybody who, you know, makes content, says just make the best product you can, and it will, like, the cream will rise to the top, so to speak. So, yep. like, it is a brilliant strategy in terms of business uh, maneuvers. And but what I do is I give them the vote of stuff I know I want to cover. Right. I don't, like, I, I take a lot of their suggestions. We all talk about it and stuff like that over there. But I take what I want to cover. So it's not just, like, uh Because, look, I, I, my philosophy has always been I'll cover comics I enjoy. But there were sometimes, like, I enjoy this one more than this one. Totally. But I, ha I had another idea to add to this, Sal. Yeah. So what we started doing, I'm not allowed to do day one or super clickbait titles basically anymore. Yeah. So what, so what we started doing was the comic would come out this week and then next week on Friday, all the important DC stuff of the week. Right. All. Yeah. Which makes a 30-minute video that I literally have like easy ad breaks between every issue, yep. ad break. Marvel on Fridays, we were doing King and Black, we were doing Future State, and then I said, why don't we just keep doing that? Why don't I just grab comics that sound good? Throw whatever clickbait I want on there. But here's the kicker cell. I'll, like, here's an example. This week, we're going to cover uh, the Batman Urban Legend. So it's going to say Red Hood and Joker. That's my title. Yep. But I'm also going to cover Wonder Woman. I'm also going to cover Noctera. Yes. Like, because I can throw whatever I want in there now. Yeah. Like, I, I can make a fun video, use the clickbait. And yeah, it's not getting 500,000 views, but I don't care because it's so long. The watch time's great. It pays the bills. Still pays the bills. And I'm enjoying myself. That's right. That's right. And that's the most important thing. It, you know, it's not about having like crazy videos that blow up and become viral or have outrageous view to, you know, sub ratios. It's, it's all about those subs watching the video. Yeah. And they and do. And I thank all of you guys who are watching this and watch everything we do because totally. you guys are incredible and you make these jobs very, very viable for us to do. Yeah. You make them jobs as opposed yeah. to uh, like hobbies. And yeah, we're incredibly indebted to, the, to you for that because like, yeah, like I, I have a studio, you have a studio, 
because we make enough to warrant it and as such then yeah. in turn make as good content as we can you know like we have the room and the space and the dedicated opportunity to make that content and to make it as good as we possibly can if it weren't it would just be like well here we go again like i got the best i can afford and make as much as i can within the the parameters of my free time around my day job yeah you know, this is but it's better. even gotten better because, like, and now I, at first I hated the new direction that YouTube has taken, where we yeah. can't do whatever we want; it has to be kind of in line with one type of content. Yep. But it led to us creating absolutely Marvel in DC, the channel where Sal and I and Dan and Dylan and all of us talk about Disney Plus. We talk about the CW shows. We talk about the Amazon shows. We talk about whatever we want that's in the exactly. movie and TV realm, that's, which we would do anyway. So it's awesome. It's so much fun. I yeah. have so much. I look forward to those discussions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it, what we're saying, of course, is that, like, you know, adversity sometimes breeds creativity. Mostly yeah. breeds creativity. Yeah. River King in our chat. Sneaky Ben sneaking indie comics into the Joker videos. That came out. So we got an email from Mad Cave or Matt's Cave? Mad Cave Studios. Mm. They're one of the smaller publishers, right? Okay. And they wanted us to cover their comic. And I get emails like that all the time from yes. Kickstarters, Indiegogos, and every small publisher known to be kind who somehow got my email. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where they keep getting it, but I, you know... I admire your ingenuity. Yeah. And I've never done anything with it because, look, you can't cover indie books on general channels. Very rarely do they blow up, and you're basically just tanking your channel with a video no one's going to watch. But what if I sneak them into a video, like something that says Batman? Yeah. So you know what I got coming up this week? We're covering Crime Syndicate 1 and 2, and we're covering Suicide Squad 1 and 2 in one video. Yeah. Evil people from D.C., followed by the book Nottingham Number 1, which is a Robin Hood noir uh, Robin Hood Noir story. Yeah. About okay. like, yeah, it's like dark, gritty, awesome, really dug it. Right. Now I can share it with the world. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And more people will see it than if you had made a dedicated video about it because they're clicking to see Joker. Yeah, exactly. So going, going to go, go, going to like cheat the system, cheat it, cheat yeah. it, cheat it. Yeah. YouTube will of course try invariably to find a way to screw you though, because it seems like, you know, at first, it was like they just kind of like broke the algorithm five years ago and have just been scrambling to try and repair it over the last five years. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, now I, it's almost like they go, well, I mean, yeah, while well, we're still doing, main, well, we're maintaining, but like screw them in particular. That one yeah. right there. Like, wh why? It's just, it's really weird. And it's not really, it's not really vindictive or, or malicious. It's just weird. It's weird and broken. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, it'll, it breeds wrong. creativity. Yeah, so. so finding ways to get around the YouTube system. But yeah, guys, exactly. uh, if you are new to the channel, new to the podcast, we do these every Tuesday. But we did launch an entire channel to talk about all your favorite TV shows and movies. Go check out Absolutely Marvel in DC. It's a channel run by me and Sal. Uh, we love talking about Disney Plus shows. We love talking about Invincible. And we love having you guys shit on us nonstop. It's so much fun on our side. Like Very lucky <laughs> to have it. I, I definitely don't have enough uh, criticism in my life. I need to find it in other channels, and I'm very lucky right. to do it. Yeah, so I'm so lucky that I, I can have people just completely telling me my brother's better than me. I love that. Love I love hearing people that. telling me, just get Dan in here to talk about Invincible. That was my favorite comment. D oh, get yeah. Dan to talk about Invincible. Dan's not watching it. Who do you think Dan is? Dan watches League of Legends eSports, and he plays Apex all day. Am I wrong, Dan? Voice of God. You are not wrong there. <laughs> But no, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's so much fun. I actually yeah. am enjoying that. So definitely go check it out. If you also want to support this podcast, keep this podcast on the air, please consider going to the channel or going to our sponsor, G Fuel, and using the code COMICS at checkout. Uh, we're still going through the new Mortal Kombat uh, shot. It's like Shatter Ice or something. It's really mm. good. Yeah. Nice. And it, it's white in a bottle. Sometimes those things look like neon fluorescent. This one's just. Yes. Weird. That's cool. <laughs> So what? So before we get to the inevitable discussion that we have yes. to have, the ending of King and Black and Venom. Yeah. Let's. What else have you read? Anything? I mean, I read. I read books every week. Uh, you know, I read. <laughs> I, I read the new Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but I should mention this has come from a couple of weeks ago. But I, I loved uh, Beta Ray Bill. From yeah, I want to cover that. It's so gonna be one of those random ones I throw in with the title Spider-Man. You know. That? Yep. Oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. And Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> and Beta Ray Bill, though. It's really great. Um, I'm still enjoying, uh, what's it called? Strange Adventures and Batman Catwoman. Uh, I have not yet gone back to pick up 
Uh, Rorschach. I read the first three issues. I was like, pass. Yeah, then, I dropped it. Yeah, okay. and then Tom King was like, dude, you got to read it. Please reread it. And I was like, all right. I saw it came out today. I forgot it was a thing after I dropped it. In all I honesty. constantly forget about it. But I will I, say. I got Jorge issue Fornes three. I dropped it. And then today I was like, issue six. Oh, you still, they're still coming out. It's almost <laughs> over. Halfway yeah. through. And then I'll read the whole thing. Because I feel like it's going to read better in trade. Like anything. A lot Tom of Tom King, King stuff does. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, and I, be- I of course, this week I did pick up uh, Detective, not Detective Comics, Batman The Detective from Tom Taylor. Oh yeah, I'm excited to read that. I one. haven't read it yet, but I, you know, it's Tom Taylor and Andy Kubert, I'm in. <laughs> I'm a little behind on my Batman books. Uh, mm-hmm. I got Hard Detective- to believe, I- since there's only a few Batman books that come out every week. Oh, no, yeah, every week. That's the yeah. <laughs> Three this so week I- right now? Well, today I just read James Tinian's one from last ah. week, which basically sets up how the magistrate was made. Great. Just, Couldn't care less about that. I, I got to talk about this real quick. Please, yeah, yeah. Take it away. Between Future State, Infinite Frontier, and then now all these books coming out, uh-huh. I feel like some of this I've read. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like going the Magistrate the again? Con- Magistrate yeah. again? Uh, Suicide Squad had the Connor thing, but that was a part of Infinite Frontier, but he was already on the Suicide Squad in Future State. Right. So it's like, I feel like this, this has all happened before. Like I cover, yeah. And I'm literally looking at my channel like, did we cover this? Right. Like, it, did I already do this? And I'm just like... Yeah, am I Groundhog Daying this thing? Am I just yeah. reliving the same book over and over again? I mean, really, like, the, the problem is, I think, that Future State was a stopgap thing that was supposed to cover their butts for the fact that Future State is just a retooled 5G, and then Infinite Frontier was what they called the next thing, and... They can't ignore certain things from Future State because they were popular and so had to be incorporated into the line because they had no plan. And so it's like, you're going to see some repeats. Or at the very least, yeah. you're going to see some retreading. You know, like, the yeah, Magistrate The magistrate took over Gotham in Future State. Well, now we're pre-Future State. It might happen. Look at the Magistrate. It's gaining traction. Will they defeat it this time? Hopefully. <laughs> and then I can get back to reading Batman again because I'm sick yeah. of this. I don't... Like, the Magistrate thing is, I find to be one of the weirdest things. Yeah. Because Future State was literally two months and, like, seven Bat books. Right. Fighting the Mat. It's not like it was, like, a one-shot off, like, oh, cool. This was, like, two straight months of them fighting this guy. And now it's, like, Scarecrow's, like, come and make the Magistrate. I'm, like, yeah. why? They we pretty much like- defeated him. What are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, like, there's 14 books of that already. Yeah. And now you're going to do, what, a year of this? Like, ugh. I mean, just... I, th- I think it would have been cooler if, like, th- it was only, like, Dark Detective was the magistrate. And we're like, oh, is that where this is going to go? But no, we had so many looks and appeals and, like, yeah. appearances. and yeah, Oh, and they're setting up, you know, characters that were, you know, uh, characters that were supposed to be only in Future State. But now they're here because I... they were popular or because they factor in. Like the, like, zero one, whatever, agent one of oh, the magistrate. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, uh, I don't Grifter, care about that. I like Grifter. Grifter. Grifter's just automatically there in future states. So I was expecting some kind of an intro, and in this one, it's like, no, he's still just here. Like <laughs> Grifter shows up so often, he's right next to me right now. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't let you let. <laughs> he's literally next to me, and this is how often Grifter shows up. This was a mask that DC gave to fans at New York Comic Con like five years ago. They were like, yo, Grifter. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'll take the mask though. Now it's like five, six years later and they're like, how about Grifter again? I'm like, dude, okay. I appreciate what? that Jim Lee's like whatever he's supposed to be president. I don't know what he is at, at DC anymore, but like he created Grifter. But like there's other Wildcats. Is he just? I think he's just being incorporated as part of the Bat Family now. Because, ah! that, because I feel like I feel like the Bat Family was so small. We really had room for like Ghostmaker and Duke's reappearance and Griff Clown Turner Hunter, and Clown Hunter, and Punch Punchline. And, Harley uh, Quinn's a member of the Bat Harley Family. Harley Quinn's actually in the Bat Family now. Like it you know wasn't what, big you, enough yet. I think. You, you know what I think it might be? Let me. This is very cynical. So please bear with me. But what if Jim Lee is? He sees the writing on the wall and he's going to be ousted. And so he's forcing Grifter to be inexorably connected to the Bat family so that Grifter constantly comes up even when he's not around so he can get residuals on the use and adaptations of Grifter 
when he's not there anymore. Like if let's say he has to leave DC or he is in a reduced capacity and then they make like a Batman movie where he fights grifter instead of Deathstroke, And it's like, cool. That's a big fat check for me long after I no longer work for DC. Like, do you think it could be some kind of like cynical way of forcing grifter to be this thing? That's part of a thing that will always be. Cause like wildcats is not inevitable. You, you, you don't like just, you don't assume Wildcats or the Wildstorm universe is going to be referenced or resurging at any point because it it doesn't. You know, it just it just doesn't. But if I can just make Grifter like unmistakably connected to DC and the Bat family in general, then I will have secured my paycheck until I'm in my seventies. Like it feels Maybe, like that might be like it because Grifter's method? like a lot, right? Like or the Bendis method. Is like- like Beth, where Bendis is like, I made Riri. So every book I write moving forward, Riri's going to show up so that the audience will accept Riri. <laughs> Look at that on a smaller scale and how well it worked. Bendis invented Maria Hill. Yeah. He put Maria Hill in every book he was writing, which were like four titles at the time. Maria Hill became such a thing. She became a supporting cast member in an Iron Man book he didn't even write. <laughs> and then she became a cartoon character. She was put in the Avengers Earth Mightiest Hero show. She She's became game. a game character, a movie character, a TV character. They put her in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's everywhere. So it's like, he's like, if I'm ever ousted, and of course, we all saw where that came from, I will still get Maria Hill checks long <laughs> into my 80s. Maria and Hill and Miles, he's already making bank. And Bendis on his way out the door at Marvel was like, I can make more. I can just... Oh, Riri Williams was his, like, I guess I'm leaving, but uh, Riri Williams. <laughs> Keep using her. One, like, one last check for Bendis. I mean, like, listen, it's, it is positively George Lucasian in its, like, in, in its craftiness and in its, like, business acumen. I don't blame them for doing it. Oh, no, Look no, at, not at all. Why do you think Tynan invented 12 new Batman characters in he only two years? He wants one he, he needs, wants one. He stick. just needs one. One of them needs to be a McFarlane figure and a TV. They just Ghostmaker just needs to pop up in the Pennyworth show. Thank I you. will say, I will say, Ghostmaker out of all his creations so far, that's the one I enjoy the most. Mm. And that's Punchline the, has a fun design, but so far in practice, she has been boring as all hell. But here's the this, thing: the design is amazing, though. The the brilliant move of that, that's fine. You know, if you don't like Punchline, they do. You like Ghostmaker, though? Good. I got you there. Hey, yeah. you don't like Ghostmaker or Punchline? Clown Hunter. Yeah, you like him, don't you? Okay, hey, Clown Hunter is probably the weakest of the entries. I, I hate all I'm, of them, I'm, but like, <laughs> but he, you know, so it's like, you, you're not getting my cash. I literally dropped the book. I'm like, no, I'm not giving you any more money. I see what you're doing, and I don't like any of it. I'll just but, tell you what's happening. So, <laughs> Magistrate's coming back. <laughs> right. I mean, I know what's happening. I'm plugged in. I don't read comics for free, but I do know what's up. Like, people do tell me what's happening. Not because I'm like, tell me what's happening. I don't read it. Ha <laughs> ha. But, like, literally, I'll just hear about it. I don't care, thankfully. But, like, but because he did that, no matter what, you know, if Gotham were still on, you know Clown Hunter would be a character. End of story. Uh, but they'll all, they'll, all those characters appeal to some demographic, but not every demographic. So he's got you. He's got you yeah. by the balls. That's true. I would read a Money. Ghostmaker book. Ka-ching. Right? Batman Ghostmaker who kills book. in a cool outfit. I mean. That's it. That's all he needs. <laughs> all he needs is a video game skin. Done. All he needs to do is have Ghostmaker show up in the new Arkham game. They delayed that, sadly. I know. <laughs> it does. It, it is. You know, it funny is side sad. note. Funny because we're, we're well known for these tangents here. I got That's a true. fun comment that relates to what you just said. Oh, I don't oh. get the books for free. I don't get the books for free either. None of us do. No. Um, we don't get the comp issues because we're not technically reviewers. I, I will I, say, I, full disclosure, Zadarsky did have Marvel send me the Spider Shadow book. Oh, did he? Yes. You bastard. I hate you. This friendship <laughs> is over. It literally comes out tomorrow. But Why like, can't I be friends with Zdarsky? Let me be friends just, with him. Make fun like, of him on Twitter. Hey, don't really do that. Hey, no. No, okay, I'll make fun of him. Hold on right no, now. No, Sal, don't do it. Sal said you... you. <laughs> no, please. Nah. That, you'll, you'll just torch both of our options. But uh, no, it's, no, it's, but What I was going to yeah. say, though, is I got a fun comment about a guy who goes, oh, you only gave me four pages of whatever comic we covered. Okay. Uh, and I responded with, I've never given an entire comic. Right. <laughs> and, he, and, and that's all I said. And the guy responded with, you're a greedy bastard who 
who is just who 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 doesn't want to do any work to put the videos together and doesn't want to doesn't want to spend any time in this. You probably get your comic books for free. I don't know why you can't just give us free comic books. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? you know who that guy is? This guy? That, that is that is that kind of text I've seen like where it's like. Hey, uh, I, I know that we've never met, but like your friend from Biolab told me your number. Uh, hey, that's cool. I'm glad you like me, but listen, I have a boyfriend. Cue wall of text calling her every terrible word in the English language. It was like, hey man, listen, like, uh, I think you're awesome and I love your channel and sub forever, but like, you only gave me four free pages today. I don't do that, man. Okay. Yeah. Gloves are off. I hate you actually, <laughs> and you're the worst, and... Just the worst dregs of humanity. I Thank just you. loved the I, I just loved the comment of you're lazy. That's why you're you lazy. Five pages. What? <laughs> you're Who the laziest the one. You, you're the I one who's like strolling YouTube trying to find free books. Like buy the <laughs> damn thing. It comes to your house. It's it's online. You know what? For I, free. You know, I, I'm not endorsing this in any way, shape, or form. But I always find it hilarious because I do get comments of people being like, "Just give me the full book. Just tell me what's happening in the book. I just want the full book." If you just Google read for free, it the thing pops up. Like, yeah, it's reading bootleg comics is not the most complex thing in the world. <laughs> it's, e it's easier than writing a stupid YouTube comment. I'll tell you. Yes, that. <laughs> that's what I always. Uh, but you know, it's even easier, ladies and gentlemen. Just go to Comicsology.com yes. and buy your books, or go or subscribe to Marvel Limited or DC Universe. Uh, there's there's so many ways for you to get the comics in themselves. And, and by the way, if you get them digitally, not to you know your local comic book store needs your help. But if you if you if you don't have one in your area or you're too Freaking lazy to get up off your ass and get them. Uh, there's no ads in any of the Comicsology books, right? And I, oh, trust me, I put ads in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. You will sit through a commercial, or you will YouTube bread for me. Either way, I'm getting paid. <laughs> Did you see? By the way, have you seen those ads? But I'm not like, an, for the record. I saw an. I saw an ad. It was an hour long. If I didn't skip it, an hour. I've heard about those. Yeah. I was like, how inexcusable is that? Is it like a whole YouTube video or whatever? I've it was like a them. movie or something. <laughs> it was a movie made as a commercial. I'm like, and it was like an, it was like one colon zero zero colon zero one. I'm like, oh, and you know what that is? That's just because people will like set their YouTube playlist to go and then they'll go AFK. They'll just go, they'll do their laundry. They'll go for a yep. run. They don't hit the skip button. So I've got you for your hour long <laughs> ad. Like that's nuts. Anyway. Uh, comic books. <laughs> yeah, but no. Anyway, I just find that funny. Well, we right, don't get so, free books. They don't send us free books. Yeah, like, they don't forget any free books, and we do all. I, we spend a boatload of time doing all this work, and we have a huge staff that handles it now. Yeah, and, and money I, to buy I those just, books. By the way, like we buy the books to talk about them. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I literally, I buy every shitty book I talk about. Like, That's right. <laughs> yeah, you can oh, yell at us. For, like, I buy twice. Because right. I'll get yep. the comicsology to have it the day of us doing the work. Yes. And then I go to my local store and I have a collection. Yeah, <laughs> you have a pull list. So it's like, well, pff, oops. I mean, really, like, that's, yeah. So if you hate us, like, for our terrible opinions on our comic books, like, at least you can't fault us for buying the damn thing. We do buy the books. I mean, we know other YouTubers who don't. We're not, oh. I don't. I don't throw anyone under the bus, but I will tell you that they exist. They exist. <laughs> they exist in spades. Let me tell you. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and go to the Marvel side of the house because now finally, finally, after five months, King and Black is done. Yeah, yeah. And it's exactly what I said. Venom is the only necessary thing to read. Right. I didn't read Venom. <laughs> I, I figured I'd just wait until it was all over and then I'll read all the Venom books. And I've been reading King and Black because it's just the fights. It's literally just, just the fights. Here you go. King and Black, but, just the fights. That's basically <laughs> what it is because right? Venom shows how Eddie came back. Yeah. Yeah. I, wait, so you, wait, you no, didn't read Venom? You just read no, King of Black 5? I just read King of Black. Flash so like, Thompson's back. I know. I heard. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> I know. People told me. The, the, he's like a dragon. He's like flying over. He's like, oh, apparently this will make me come back to yeah. life. Let me go do this. It, yeah, an anti-Venom dragon. I'm like, okay, well, what, just undo the mistake. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bring him back. <laughs> My comicsology has uh, 10,000 books on it. <laughs> oh, God. I've never checked. Is there a number? Where you Can you look? Oh, yep. Uh, <laughs> what do you got? Because uh, people are talking about how much my comicsology is probably worth. I don't know because the okay, I don't have a total because I have like recommended, unread seven hundred. I have seven hundred and seventy unread books. I have seventeen thirty eight recently purchased. You got to go to browse library. Okay. And then you got to go to uh, books and just leave it there, title A through Z. At the top, it'll say your library. 
Yeah. I have 9,682 books on here. I have 2,000. So it's it's not as much. 9,000, Sal. Yeah. Wow. Dan, we have a lot of books. Dear Comixology, where is our sponsorship? <laughs> Have you noticed that it's hard to get it's hard to get a hold of them? Oh, trust me, I know. You can get a, uh, a gift cards though for them. Yeah, you saw my tweet. <laughs> I did, and I was I literally I saved it. I'm like, no, I because I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to give away gift cards. I love well, that idea. So there's a channel I watch on YouTube, and before we get more of our Venom King of Black discussion, I do, and I want to say this is there's a channel I watch on YouTube to get my weekly updates on Ubisoft stuff. So like what's going on at Assassin's Creed and Watch sure. Dogs, those other things. In every week, the guy does a Helix pack drop, which is basically like 20 bucks. I'll give it out. You got to subscribe and you got to do this. And now normally, and you've seen them, V-Bucks giveaway. That's all bullshit. It's a lie. Yep. It doesn't mean anything. But mm -hmm. this guy has a real system for it involving Gleam.io that checks everything and makes sure you all do it. And it's legitimate. Now, whether or not he gives out the prize, I don't actually know. But I was yeah. like, if we're launching a gaming channel, which is a PlayStation and Steam Gamers, uh, if you want to look that up. PlayStation, Steam, and Steam Gamers. PlayStation and Steam Gamers. Go check it out. It's our other project <laughs> other than Absolutely Marvel and DC. It's the second out of three we're launching. But anyway, anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to be giving away uh, PlayStation cards and Steam cards. I was like, 20 bucks is easy. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. that big of a loss. It'll be a great way to entice uh, subs and stuff like that, and I'll start doing yeah. that. But then I was thinking about it. I'm like, is there a way to do something like that on Comic Storian? Like, right? I mean, yeah. overall, overall, if you do $20 a week, that's $80 a month. Yeah. And it's just a way for me to give back to the viewers. It's not I love that, that much. And if I can legitimately do it, yeah, why not? You give right. me a sub, you watch a video, I give you comics. Like, that's... Right. <laughs> yeah. And you can set your own price. It's just yeah. a genius move. And it's just a $20 gift card. And you can literally go get five comics with that. That's great. Or two if you're buying from Marvel, but <laughs> well, and <laughs> yeah, but there are always like deals and, and giveaways and stuff yeah. on that, so you know, yeah. So, uh, but King yeah, the King of Black conclusion. Wow. Yeah. Like for the first time in a long time, I'm expecting there to actually be changes in the Marvel universe. Mm, I would be disappointed if I were you. <laughs> they mm. even say it. Silver Surfer and Thor even say it, that there's going yeah. to be changes. Yeah. Uh, one change will be Venom's in charge of a planet of symbiotes, and the other change is that everything you were like is back. Like, Flash Thompson's alive. Thor's got Mjolnir. Silver Surfer's got his board. He's not He's not goopy anymore. You know, like, he's not goopy. <laughs> he's not, you know, it's, I don't feel like it's going to be any different. <laughs> I didn't get that impression. I don't okay, know. Okay, well, as a Venom fan, I feel like there would be a lot of changes. Oh, yeah, well... Your well, we're also rolling into a car. Yeah, but that's not getting canceled. They're just changing writers. Yeah, who, yeah, who's taking over for Venom? Don't do that to me. Hold on. Who's next? I don't know. Don't do that to me. Don't do that. <laughs> Venom next writer. Donny mm. Cates hasn't said anything. No, but all we know is he's leaving. Venom writer Jeff Pickner. Uh, what? I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't either. I don't envy him. Oh, wait. Hold on. That's the movie. Let There Be Carnage. Since the ah. next event is Carnage, I kind of assumed, but no, my bad. Yep, yep. Great title, by the way, Let There Be Carnage. Great idea. The kind of genius that always comes from a studio like Sony. Just a fantastic title. You got Carnage in your title, and you don't have Maximum Carnage or Absolute Carnage. No, Let There Be Carnage. Such a terrible title. It's just awful. Just, just, just awful. No, because there, there's a Carnage event, Extreme Carnage. Who? Someone's writing it after because there's a Carnage event. I know. I, there has to be a Venom book or at the very least a Carnage book. Who, I give it to Conway because Conway did such a good job with that Carnage Who's series? in charge of Extreme Carnage? You know what I realize now, though? Donnie Cates is leaving and the very next writer's like, so I want to do a Carnage thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about Carnage, though? And it's like, okay, you should do a Phage thing. Blow some doors off of the off of the house of ideas, you know. Turn some heads. Make it f let there be phage. Uh, Extreme Carnage is written by Philip Kennedy Johnson from. Oh, Alien. oh, okay. Well, there you have it. That makes <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So okay. they got an alien writer to do the new Carnage Venom stuff. Well, and the Superman writer. Yeah, he wrote Last God. Yeah, yeah. I mean that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Well, if you thought that there was already a, uh, if you thought that there was a theme of fathers and sons, and it was beat to death in uh, in, in this event, get ready for more. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's the same writer who's going to be writing Superman, apparently. So he's yeah, going to be doing. Yeah, he's Batman already writing it, or at least Extreme. Um, and there's a doppelganger event coming, and Shriek 12 issue mini. Okay, I do want to state that out of this what? whole, there's two characters that I got that got because I did all the tie-ins, Sal. I read all the tie-ins, Sal. Yeah, good. Yeah, there's two good. characters that popped up, and I was like, what the hell? Shriek was totally setting up a mini that never happened. That's too bad. But Toxin. Or toxic, or whatever. Toxin. Yeah, toxin. Toxin, yeah. He got a new origin. New origin? Planet of the Symbiots, issue three, has him attached to a little kid, and they're off fighting things, and they just mention Null, and it literally, that's the only tie-in portion. Toxin's mm. like, yeah, my father, Null, left me to die, or whatever. And then he literally goes, like, the kid, it's like, like what is this gonna be a book <laughs> right I, I think they're all just breeding grounds there's a scream tie-in because they always keep trying to get scream working scream yeah screams that's the one oh, I wanted okay yeah. oh, it wasn't shriek oh that's too bad i like yeah, shriek no. scream carnage's girlfriend for a while well they yeah. gave shriek to andy benton the uh the girl that was mania what she would flash Thompson was venom oh so screams oh. on her with the hell mark okay so that's I want that book. I want Andy Benton with a Hellmark and a Venom symbiote. Yeah, <laughs> killing things. Why not? That's a cool idea. Scream. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Scream is gonna be by Clay Chapman. I don't know who there that is. I don't either. But it's got a writer. That's all I care about, Sal. <laughs> yeah, right. That, that's that's that was the question, and now we have the answer. Yes. Venom has a writer, or at the very least, Extreme Carnage well, does. Well, they apparently have not announced the actual Venom, but Extreme Carnage does, so... Okay, and that's... that's I, I feel like with somebody as prolific and high-profile as PKJ, it's gonna be PKJ. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, makes sense um, But what did you think about the overall ending? I thought it was a cool conclusion to this. Yeah, I had no complaints. It was a fun little, like, crazy event. It uh, it put all the, all the action figures on display in a fun way. Everybody got to be cool. Uh, especially Venom. I loved Venom's axe that's in the shape of the spider on yeah. his chest. Everything do, about it. I do think it went on way too long. I thought that it, like, you know, it's only five issues. That's not very long. It's just that no. it felt, it was really dragged out. A lot of tie-ins. That's A my... lot of, I'm going to, hold on. I'm going to give you the full tie-in checklist. King in black checklist. Okay. Yeah. Cause there's too many. Cause you're too right. Many. There, there are five there are five books in the actual story okay right right so i'm going to i'm just gonna say kib so we got okay King so Black. it started in this november with symbiote spider-man okay all right so and that's that it was tie-in book atlantis attacks black cat king of black one and two handbook immortal hulk iron man dr doom namor spider woman symbiote spider-man two king and black uh union one Venom 31, Black Cat, Daredevil, Deadpool, Guardians of the Galaxy, King of Black 3, uh, Black Knight, Gwenom versus Carnage, Namor, Planet of the Symbiotes, Thunderbolts, Return of the Valkyries, Sa Savage Avengers, Spider-Woman, Symbiote Spider-Man, again, the Union, Venom, and now I've only gotten to February. Four, oh King God. in Black 4, King in Black, Captain America, Symbiote Spider-Man, Planet of the Symbiotes 2, Gwenom vs. Carnage 2, Return of the Valkyries 3, Marauders 1, Black Panther 1, Namor 4, Thunderbolts 2, Black Cat 3, Savage Avengers, Miles Morales, Daredevil Sword, Fantastic Four, and Venom. March, King of oh Black God. 5, Wicked and Hulkling, Ghost Rider Spider-Man, Gwenom vs. Carnage 3, Scream 1, Thunderbolts 3, Namor 5, Return of the Valkyries 4, Planet of the Symbiotes 3, Symbiote Spider-Man 5 out of 5, Fantastic Four, Sword, Beta Ray Bill, Black Cat, Daredevil, Savage Avengers, Venom, and apparently there's going to be one more tie-in issue, oh, Avengers good. 45 in April. Thank goodness, because we needed another one. <laughs> we didn't get enough. I, I so feel that, like I was shy just one, Sal. Yeah, that's just, that's, that's too many. I mean, like that being said, some of those tie-ins were like, we're cool. The Ghost Rider one was just, here's what happened with Ghost Rider when the book got canceled before we had the issue. Beta Ray Bill is just, Daniel Warren Johnson is doing a Beta Ray Bill book, and the, the opening salvo is he fights some symbiotes. End of story. That's cool. He fights Fin Fang Foom. Yeah. Uh, you know, Daredevil was just, Zdarsky's doing what he wants, but also there's some symbiotes in it. I, well, and that's what I noticed. That I, think, I think what made this feel so just taking forever. Long. Yeah. Other than X-Men and Spider-Man, I think everything got looped into it. It sure did. It so sure everything did. I mean, was pretty much on hold for five months. The Sword series. There's four issues. Three out of four are a tie-in. That, that, 
It's yeah, it's gonna be like a nine-hour full story. You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> Dan's computer's yeah. gonna shut down midway through rendering that beast. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, nuts. It's it's great, but I think that because am I right? Was it only Spider-Man and X-Men that stayed out of it? Uh yeah yeah. Well, X-Men did not have any tie-in issues except for Sword and Marauders was, and Marauders and uh, Spider-Man Amazing didn't have any tie-ins. I think. No, there was, like, separate King and Black Spider-Man tie-ins. Exactly. But the main Amazing Spider-Man book did not. And I feel like that was just Spencer being like, oh, I'm Avengers. not doing that. Avengers stayed with Jason Aaron's Phoenix fight. Yes. Yeah. Thank goodness, because that's such a great story. <laughs> and you wonder why he'll never talk to you. <laughs> oh, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. I liked it, though. I just felt like it went on too long. I felt, or, yeah. or if you wanted it to go this long, they should have been also publishing some regular books. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have gotten, like, one or two a month that were outside of the event. But. Yeah. No, I thought it was fine. It was a, it was a fun story, uh, you know, and I think it's going to read really fast in trade, you know, because, like, they're going to leave out all the tie-ins, and you're just going to get Venom. If they are smart, the trade will be the Venom series and the King and Black series, end of story. That'll be yep. the book. That will be it. Because, because it is, like, right? Venom is just the rest. King of Black is each fight. Venom is the plot. Yeah. That actually propels I, the plot. You forward. need that. <laughs> yeah. Which I still don't know why they structured it that way. Because King of Black doesn't even make it very obvious where the plot was going on. It just says things like, oh, Venom showed up with wings. Oh, uh, that Selling was two Venom. books. That, 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 that's all it says. But no, and I get they were selling two books, but it didn't make it very obvious. Like, look. No, it did. Tie-ins, core stuff. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do that. I mean, it. I don't I don't know. It's it's weird. And the reason why I, why I think we're confused is because Marvel's very good at doing that. Like, Marvel's very good at telling you what is it like? What is indispensable? I, you know, it, this is going back a long time now, but I remember when Civil War was launched and how it was structured. And they were like, Civil War, the road to Civil War, Civil War Frontline. Like, it's the, if you want to read Civil War and what's going on, you read Civil War. If you want to know what's happening behind the scenes, you read Civil War Frontline. If yeah. you want to know what's happening with your favorite character, you will read your favorite character with the Civil War logo cover scheme yeah. on it. That's the and and then anything else is just gravy. Like and a, and a good chunk of these King and Black other character tie-ins was just them fighting a symbiote. Like Spider Woman was, was just her swinging through the city. Like oh no, <laughs> symbiotes are here. Yeah, there's no way if you are a hardcore big time King and Black fan, when you read that Ghost Rider tie-in, you were like, okay, I got gypped, because yeah. it's not about that. Beta Ray Bill wasn't about that. Now, if you did buy Beta Ray Bill because you were a big King and Black fan, I hope you enjoyed it anyway because. That book is dope. <laughs> I gotta but, check uh, it out. Yeah. I've read it. You got you'll yeah you'd love it. It's great and uh, and and it's and it references Hook. You know the movie Hook. Uh yes, it's great. Classic. It's yeah. yeah. It well Beta Ray Bill is a big fan of Hook. Yeah, I mean uh, Comic Dash is right. Planet of Symbiots brought in Cassidy's ancestors. I didn't even see Cassidy. Like, I didn't even see Carnage in this thing. And there, and then you dropped the, the there's Gwenum versus Carnage. Is that real Carnage? No, uh, the Carnage symbiote is still alive. Null revived it and uh-huh. put it on Mary Jane from Gwenum's uh, universe. Oh so it was, it was Gwen Stacy versus Mary Jane Carnage. And they both pulled out uh, symbiote instruments and had a guitar off. <laughs> no, this isn't this is me joking. This happened. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> they were using their axes. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. I will say, I will say, those three tie-ins were actually really cool. Because mm. Null immediately goes to Gwenim and is like, "Why can't I communicate with your symbiote?" Mm. You know, and then and then she's like, "Cause it's not yours." Ah, ha, ha, ha. Right. And then he's like, "All right." Here's your, and he goes, he like, I forget how exactly how he did it, but he got into her mind and he's like, you're friends with this Mary Jane. Uh, let's see what happens if Carnage messes with you and left. Mm. And that was the reason why Gwenon was fighting Mary Jane because Null was upset. He couldn't see what was going on. Yeah. 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 Now here's my question. Uh, because I remember from absolute Carnage, how integral the maker was. And his whole connection to the Ultimate Universe. And I know Kate's is a big fan of the Ultimate Universe. Did any Ultimate stuff happen outside of that? No, not yet. No. Because the symbiote is very different from the Ultimate Universe as it is in, in this Yeah, universe. they didn't even touch on the Maker one. No. Wow. is like, when did they fight? Like, literally, the book is called Gwenum versus Carnage. Carnage yeah. is just Mary Jane. That's all it is. Right. That's it. <laughs> 
You'd love it. Uh, Jonathan Kane Superboy shows up and uh, Mayday <laughs> Parker. She's in it too. No, it was really good though. It was actually one of my favorite tie-ins because mm. they established how it links in, why it's happening. And it's directly related to King and Black and the nature of like him going, well, I can't mess with you. So she will. And right. it ends on a weird cliffhanger where like oh. Mary Jane's still under control, but they've taken Carnage off. And I think they're just going to ignore that. I think it's uh, yeah. <laughs> probably smart. Like, it's probably like, like they get Carnage off of Mary Jane and then you see the null circle. And it's like, oh, she's still under the influence. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and writers are like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it went away at the end. Well, I mean, we haven't seen a Gwen book since then. Is there, well, even, is there even a Gwen Stacy? Is that still going or they cancel that? No, no. She's getting a tie-in in Heroes Are Born, but that's its own book. So I She's a so. Batgirl in that one. Yeah, she's a Batgirl. <laughs> um, all right, so Marvel tweeted out two comics spoiling the Hellfire Gala by revealing that Forge Strong, Guy, Boom Boom, and Tempo are not going to be the new X-Men team, which yep. is supposed to be announced during the 12-issue event. This leaves yep. Armor Banshee, Cannonball, Marrow, Pu- Marrow! She's oh, still I'm in the sorry. running! She's no, still in the sorry. running! What? She's not. They just what? released it today. No! Marrow no! and uh, Armor were kicked out. Those are my two choices! I, I know. I'm sorry. My guy was kicked off already. So. Who was yours? Forge? Boom Boom. Oh, Boom Boom, yeah. Boom Boom was my second, so my second's already out, and my primary's already out. Everyone yeah. argued with me about Marrow, but she got farther than Boom Boom. <laughs> she did get farther than Boom Boom. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. For those no. who don't know, Marvel put out a vote to have people vote on who the X-Men team were going to be. And yep. now we're finally seeing the results of that. I just realized we didn't really go into what this is. It's right. A, we're just talking it, about X-Men like we know who like anybody yeah, knows no. who that is. They were so basically, if you don't haven't been following X-Men, following Ten of Swords, Scott left the council and basically said, hey, I'm going to remake the X-Men now because that's what I should be doing. Yeah. And, the, and then they immediately ignored it because we're back with uh, X-23 slash Wolverine. I just want to call her Wolverine, but no one... Like it's the argument. Nobody knows had, what you're, it's the yeah. last argument we had last week. Like just because you give her the name doesn't mean anyone's gonna know who she is. But right. X twenty three slash Wolverine, uh, that's the whole issue, which was an incredible issue. Uh, so we don't know the results of who the new X Men team are yet. Uh, I was voting for Marrow in this in this run with Boom Boom as my secondary. Mm-hmm. You, so what you said she's out. Boom, Marrow's she's out, out officially. So who's yeah, left? She's out. Uh, everybody else: Banshee, uh, Polaris, Cannonball, Sunspot. All right, I'm going with Polaris. Uh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> That's I a have, sure bet. I have a reason for that. Oh. Is it Marvel's, because of a video game? Yes. <laughs> hey, have they not proven me right up to this point? Of course. <laughs> Polaris is the new character that they, or not new, but they've released her orbs in Strike Force. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. So I have a feeling. I yeah. as soon as I saw her, I'm like. Why the hell would I want Polaris orbs? Like, <laughs> right? uh, because she's gonna be a big character pretty yeah, soon. Because she's about to be in your favorite comics. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, you know what? I don't care much about Polaris. So, if they give her, I mean, like, I don't care about most of these characters. So it's like anyone, anyone on that team and getting that much exposure. I'm like, cool. I'll, I'll read it. I just, I just find it funny that yeah, like your response. I'm like, I have a reason to believe this. You're like, is it a video it's a game? Video game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's it's a it's a million, it's a billion dollar industry. I don't blame them, and I may, it makes perfect sense. We we know that story. Like, what's it called? Uh, how the upper management at Marvel yeah, knows what's they they know what's going on. So, you know, uh, when uh, when they were when they're putting together Avengers No Surrender. Uh, and the the team was putting together like who who was gonna like fight, and they had like the Black Order in there, and then uh, they they were like hashing out the story, and one of them is like, and then Tom Brevoort comes in, and they're like, oh, you know, we don't really have anything to do with the Black Order. We're gonna put them out of the team, or we're gonna take them out of the book. And Brevoort just goes, you're gonna want to keep the Black Order in the book. <laughs> and they're like, Tom, are the Black Order gonna be in an Infinity War? And he's like. <laughs> I'm just saying I think the Black Order should probably be in this book. That's what <laughs> You know, it's like I, I'm thinking Polaris might be an X-Man. Oh yeah? Well, Do you so think the, th- is there a Marvel is there a Marvel Strike Force Polaris thing in there? I'm just saying I'm just thinking she might be in the comic. Oh, it's just because like in Strike Force, a lot of times if the characters are in are available for buy, it's because there's like a story related to them coming out in the game. Yeah. And then there'll be these out of the blue characters that you're like why is Elsa Hellfire in here? <laughs> Elsa right, Bloodstone in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What comic is she about to show up in? <laughs> <laughs> right? 
right? Because they do know. Like, licensing knows what they're going to be in in the game. So they're like, hey, can you do you have time? Can you put them in there? Yep. Get some get some cross-promotion. And I'm pretty sure Polaris is already in the game, so it was like a simple of like, 20 bucks, buy some Polaris orbs. Why would you want them? You might be reading X-Men. Right? <laughs> yeah. Or or maybe you are maybe you might read X-Men. You know, yeah. you like these Polaris orbs, so you'll go pick up X-Men. But, like, I, I feel like Strong Guy probably isn't in that game. <laughs> no, there's no Strong Guy. There you have it. You know, yeah, actually, you know what? Uh, let's see here. There's no armor. Uh, Banshee's in the game. Cannibals okay. not in the game. If they if they are, for the record, I don't have them, so I don't know they exist in the mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. Ba- uh, Banshee's in there though, but Cannibals not, Marrow's not, Sunspot's not, uh, Strong Guy's not, Boom Boom's not, Tempo's not, and Forge Forges. Oh, so so, may- so okay, Forge was not going to be in it, but he is. But he's in just the on the X Men roster, so he makes a little more sense that way. Yeah, yeah. you know. But Polaris yeah. is an obscure X Men to be throwing out into the it, games, you know? in today's day and age, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, did you guys know that Magneto has another daughter that we don't yeah. talk about? <laughs> well, now Magneto has a daughter because yeah, Scarlet Witch is technically still not a mutant and she's a boogeyman that's used to perpetuate the negative stereotype against her. It's cool. Now he's got a favorite. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next topic here. Marvel launched ExploreMagipore.com website to allow fans of Falcon and Winter Soldier to learn a little, little bit more about the location scene of the TV show, implying that we might see more Magipore throughout the show and potentially other... Pro- oh, that's, that was a given. Magipore. It's always a guarantee that we're going to get more Magipore. Uh, Magipore yeah. is an important location in the comics. It's an equivalent for Singapore. Uh, it's But I've been to Singapore. It's very There's a lot of laws. And in Magipore, the point is that there is no laws. It's like the opposite mm-hmm. of Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I were going to Singapore and they were like, don't even spit on the ground. You will go to jail. And I'm like, I get that can't be true. And it's like, no, apparently don't spit. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, So I don't know what else to really say about this other than it's kind of a given that we were going to get more Madripoor. Why would they even drop the name of Madripoor? Yeah. You no know. good. I, I like Magipore as a location. I think that's cool, and I hope it uh, hope it features heavily in more stories. I hope it's in Black Widow. I doubt yeah. it will be, though. <laughs> I still stand by my theory. Black Widow, she's coming back to life. Anyway. I, I would like that. Skybound launches a five-issue weekly series called Skybound X to celebrate their 10th anniversary with an anthology series featuring stories from Walking Dead, Assassination, Excellence, Manifest Destiny, as well as introducing all new series with brand new characters. Cool. That's cool. I mean, the fact that they've survived this long. Are they still a subsidiary of Image, though? I think so. I think they're still their own. I think they are technically working through Image. Okay. Yeah. So. So, yeah. That's cool, though. Uh, Joker right. 2 cons- uh, confirms what we've all assumed. Jim Gordon has known that Barbara is both Batgirl and Oracle. Yay. I... It's it's one of those things where like on one hand you you like the idea that he doesn't know who Batman, Barbara, and everyone are, yeah. But on the other hand, he would be the worst detective ever. Yeah, he should not be commissioner of anything if he couldn't figure out. And we know, like we've seen so much allusion to Gordon knowing who Batman is that it would it would stand to reason he's always known who Barbara Gordon is. Yeah, I I, mean, I like I like the idea that he knows and he just plays along. Like, yeah, I, I've always liked that idea. So Same. this just kind of confirms that he knows about Batgirl, which is cool. And yes, Dan told me to read that, read that issue before we went into today's topic. <laughs> I did yep. finish it, Dan. Thank you for that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, all right. Next up, we have Batman, the detective number one by Tom Taylor releases week ventures into Batman questioning whether or not he made a difference in Gotham after all these years. Someone's got, here's my, here's my predictions. Someone's going to die. I'm going to cry. And it's going to be a Robin. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not going to kill a Robin in this random side book. You don't think they will. And then they'll be like, it's Elseworlds. <laughs> oh, it's Tom mm. Taylor, Batman. I could just. Oh, it was in a different timeline the whole time, and we murdered them all. <laughs> uh, okay, I would take that, but I, I hope it's in continuity, because Tom Taylor deserves to have an uncontinuity Batman book. Oh, wait, I'll just read the statement. Finish it. He meets up with England's Robin Squire. Yeah, because you know what? The knight died back in ink. Squire's still alive. Mm, I called go. it a Robin's going to die. <laughs> yep, kill Squire. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I, I, okay. Is the knight still dead, or they bring him back? <sighs> You're asking the wrong person. I got to read that book still, but I'm pretty sure Knight is still dead. And if Knight is still dead, then there's just conveniently a Robin out there, Squire. Right? Just running around? Yeah, just who needs to die. Who needs to die? (laughs) (laughs) 
I've always been a fan of Knight and Squire, by the way. I always wish they had done more with them. Because mm. I just like the idea of there being a British equivalent to Batman. Yeah. And they're just the Knight and Squire. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it was a fun idea. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't really have much to say about them, but I appreciate that they exist. Uh, next up, Marvel reveals new artwork and details of the upcoming Star Wars event, The Hunt for Han Solo, which features characters such as Jabba the Hutt, Princess Leia, Dr. Aphra, Boba Fett, and Darth Vader. Uh, yep. This event is going to fill the gaps in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi to reveal what really happened after Han was frozen in carbonite. Yep, it's the Shadows of the Empire replacement. Yep. We knew this was coming. The only characters I care about on this are Leia, Aphra, and Boba Fett. I mean, that's fine. You like Darth Vader and Jabba the Hutt, too. Yeah, They're but cool. This is the, all good. Yeah, but here's the kicker. Darth Vader's not going to do anything if you're putting it in that portion of the timeline. I mean, he didn't do anything in Shadows, and it was still cool. I'm okay and Jabba, with it. Does anyone really care about Jabba? Well, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to read a Jabba book, but <laughs> I, I do appreciate that Jabba's being in it because Jabba's the one who Han brings Han Solo to. Uh, you know, in, in Shadows, the whole thing was... The, it was the Bounty Hunter Wars. It was that... Uh, all the bounty hunters that, Bo that that Darth Vader pulled in to his Superstar Destroyer, uh, he hired to look for Bo for for Han Solo. Boba Fett uh, catches him first, and then drives his ass to uh, to Jabba the Hutt. Well, it's a long way from Cloud City to Tatooine, and so all the other bounty hunters that Bo that Darth Vader put on the scent go and try to like target Boba Fett, take Han Solo away from him and share the bounty price with themselves. And it's a fun story. It's a cool idea. I, I'm sad that we're, like, losing that in favor of, like... It'll probably just be, like, Dr. Aphra hired by Vader to to snipe Han Solo, being like, I'm not paying his outrageous wages. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Who knows? It's it, Good use of Dr. Aphra, because I'm like, where is she, and how come she's not in any of the movies or shows yet? Um, I'm actually shocked because they keep hinting that she she's probably like out of all the new characters created one of the few that everyone's like Dr. Afra is amazing but they haven't put yep. her in anything it's really weird yeah it's, it's like it's it's so weird she should yeah yeah it's weird and it's I've weird. always liked her concept her comic ran on too long and I just stopped reading it because one of those mm -hmm. deals where it's like she's in another predicament but it was basically <laughs> Indiana Jones and Star Wars. It was great. Yeah. And then, like, after I got to, like, issue 40, and she's like, the the evil droids she made are turning on her again. I'm like, oh, we're doing comic book shit. So fuck yep. this. <laughs> okay. Because you need to end it. Like, that's the yeah. thing is it's, it's Star Wars, right? There used to be a thing where there was only a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what makes it special. Like, when you, when you make Star Wars into a sci-fi ongoing saga, like it gets a little weird and stale. Uh, but if you just selectively go like, this is it. Boom. Here's a story. Then we're out. It's good. Like Dr. Dr. Aphra was great in the Vader book. And yep. then her, her 12-issue spinoff. That was great. Yes. Where we see how no she... Question. And then they just kept going. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. here's your dad and here's your past. And here's... The, like, I don't care about that much about Dr. Aphra. Like... <laughs> no. Well, yeah, whoa, you guys really overestimated my interest in this character. Because, like, I like the adventures she was going on. I don't care what she had for breakfast yeah, Exactly. <laughs> so, you know. But I, I, I like that... I'm glad that they're at least putting her in this. Because she is... Out of all of the, like, Star Wars replacement expanded universe main trilogy comics that they've put out her inclusion is always a welcome one who who do you think she's supposed to be replacing i'm thinking she's I, kind of the dash rendar actually I, see, that's to be interesting if like if the if the alliance hires her to get solo from boba fett yeah that'd be kind of cool i'd be okay with that um i assumed that she was just a free agent trying to steal han from boba fett anyway well she's teamed up with leia before though yeah, they te she's teamed up with the heroes. Then and that she, makes sense. And she's very much been her. like, "You hire me," kind of like right. early Han. She's early Han before Han was like, "I'm this crazy bounty hunter that won't do anything without a pay paycheck." And then yep. Leia, I love you, and I'm here forever, and I'm just in the team. Like, <laughs> yep, I'm just a member of the team now. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think that's that's a fair that's a fair bet to make. Um, we'll you know I hope Shizor's in it. <laughs> what? Shizor is a main character who was created in Shadows of the Empire. Come on, put Shizor in this book. <laughs> Black Sun. Come on. 
<laughs> now you're just pulling names. I don't even know. <laughs> These are all from Shadows of the Empire, man. I, I played soundtrack. the game on 64. That was yeah. <laughs> then you know. Then you should know who Shizor is. Shizor is the leader of the criminal organization. I still organization. love the, the N64 controller. The only controller that you didn't actually hold the way it was intended. You held nope. the middle thing. You held the middle part. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, lo- I have Shadows. It's in here in the studio. I, we played it, like, when we set it all up. I was like, whoo-hoo, Shadows. Um, <laughs> shadows are great. The book's great. Comic's great. The soundtrack's good. So, Check it out. Shadows. That's all our news for today is a little light. That's why we kind of went in depth into a lot of these topics. I think anything, you're right. Yeah. Anything else you really want to talk about, Sal? <sighs> nah. I, I will say, for the first time in a while, I'm excited to see what Marvel's going to be doing moving forward. Yeah. Now that the pandemic's got to move, we're moving past like the mm-hmm. big, oh, no comments coming out. They've got yeah. the Carnage story. They've got Heroes Report coming out. I do like the idea of a Star Wars book continuing, even if I only care about a couple of the characters. I just hope it's mostly about the characters I care about. Yep. Uh, DC, while I feel like we're retreading, I'm excited that we're in a new direction. We're not in a weird holding pattern of like Year of the Villain and Death Metal taking a year to come out. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> Agreed. Yep. So I don't know about yeah. you, but I feel like we're finally getting back into a good geek culture medium. We've got great shows rolling out. We yep. got great things to discuss. We got Sal, we have fans hating on us again. That means yeah. that we have opinions again. Hey, <laughs> we're back. Yeah, no, I, I, I yeah. Uh, how far along are you with, uh, with, with your vaccines? Uh, I go for the second shot on the 28th. Cool. I think that's my day too. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, which is great because it because my question is going to be, are you going to go to New York Comic Con? Right now, if the world is fixed, going like not yeah. fixed. I and this is a bit of a political topic and it's a long discussion, but mm. I actually I don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, we're not going to go deep into it. We're not going to go hash out the pros and cons. But yeah. I like the idea of the vaccine passport in which it's like, if you have, if everyone has the vaccine, we can all feel safe in this location. Agreed. And if, and if that's the direction we're going to take, the political arguments of you're taking away my choice and everything, that's a discussion that we will not have at a comic book show. No. <laughs> I'm just expressing my overall opinion as someone whose wife has a weakened immune system. Yeah. I like the idea that I can safely go somewhere with my wife and we can go, yes. okay, we got the vaccines, they got the vaccines, we're all good. You know? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Because I feel like if it's at such a reduced capacity, we could really, we could really do some stuff. Like we could go to the con, maybe like one or two days, and then just shoot a bunch of stuff. We could, we could draw from the well. You know, like if, if Scott wants to come on, we could shoot a couple of Absolute Comics with Scott here at the studio. Like we could go to New York Comic Con and meet up with like uh, with Donnie Cates or whatever, and and shoot some stuff there. Like there's a lot of opportunity there that's still on a reduced capacity because it's like there's not going to be the tens of thousands of people yeah. that are going to be there. So it's like I'm they're gonna prob- be. A- I'm probably gonna submit for our badges as a, a, as Comic Story Comic Pop. We'll get our badges in. We'll get absolutely Marvel and DC. Submit for an absolutely uh, panel? absolute comics panel because uh, sure. definitely want to do that. And yeah. we're definitely and I'm gonna try to book stuff super da- super ass cheap with a refund policy. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> with a refund policy because we're gonna I'm not get uh, chat. I'm not getting a second vaccine. I'm getting the second dose. It's in two parts. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not like, okay, Pfizer's down. Who's next? Moderna? All right, let's do this. I'm going to be super vaccinated. No, no, no. I'm just going to take the one I got. That's what my mom did. It's a funny joke on the vaccine thing. So, like, what they tell you is just because you get the vaccine, don't feel like you're superhuman, right? Right. So my mom got corona. Yes. Pulled through, then went out and got the first dose of the vaccine, and her first response is, well, while I'm waiting for the second dose, since I have the, the, the 90 days antibodies. antibodies and I have the vaccine, I'm going to come visit the family. So I got to go right. pick her up at the airport tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, I get a phone call. Hey, I'm coming out. I'm going to stay at your brother's house. Can you pick me up? Uh, what? what? Mom, <laughs> no. Exactly. I don't know if you missed the last year, but like that is not a good idea. She's like, no, no, no. Tell, let me tell you something. It's a great idea. Oh, uh, I just found out so funny. So, yeah. That's great. But yeah, we'll, a, uh, we'll probably go to New time. York. You're pro- if we go to New York, I'd love to see all of you guys out there hanging out with us. Same. It'll be the return. I will yes. do it if I feel safe. If I Same. don't, I, I will say this, probably still going to wear a mask indoors at that point. Don't blame you. Because yeah. I, I, I have decided one thing. Even if general population goes back to not wearing masks, I think I'm still going to wear them at a con. I just say I'm cosplaying pandemic year. <laughs> you know what's not a bad idea? We should get shirts like of our brands. Like I'm going to wear my comic pop shirt all three days and wear my mask. 
So it's like, if you're, if you see anybody with my body type wearing that shirt, it's me. You could say hello. Well, like, <laughs> it's, it's not even for Corona. I haven't gotten sick all year, man. It's just great. Not, I hate being sick. I it, hate it. I, I hate it, it so much. And it's so great not being sick. Right. If you could tell me, hey, man, if you just wear your mask at the con, you won't get con crud. I'm like, oh, three of them? One. <laughs> Gloves, too. By the way, I should point this out just because it's it's something that we've experienced because as a casualty of the coronavirus, as a consequence of, of that, of protection in the, in the height you know, I felt bad comic book stores were really screwed, so I started going to them with, like, wearing, like, a HVAC suit, you know. But I had these latex gloves that were restaurant-grade, like, for cleansing. And uh, our one of our local comic book stores is doing, like, a dollar bin sale. And uh, so I brought my gloves, and I'm leafing through the dollar bins. When I'm done, my hands, my gloves are, like, gray. Yeah. From, from just you know hundreds of people leave well and not all at once like hundreds of people throughout the day maybe dozens is really more likely but dozens of people going through these comic book boxes and i'm like i got my mask and i got my gloves on and that's not just because people are gross it's because it's like it's ink it's dust because you're looking at dollar bins this latex glove thing that's my new norm when i'm going through back issues bins from now on it's literally just because i feel the same it's the same texture i can easily leaf through the books without any issue and take them off I'm good to go. And yeah. it's just, I, I'm so much better off. So yeah, if you are going through long boxes, if you, you know, if your comic book store is doing a big sale, uh, if New Comic Book Day even exists in a year, uh, you know, go, get, get, invest in a box of latex gloves and wear them going through the mattress the, the bins. The, the first time you do it and you see those gloves, you will be converted. I promise you. You'll be like, <laughs> well, oh, it's, no. It's like everyone's like, oh, you, you, I, you, the anti-mask people. You're like, you want to be afraid of the diseases. You want to be afraid. No, what I've, big thing I've realized, I haven't gotten sick. And my argument has always been since day one. Like, if you had a cold cell, I'd be like, we're not hanging out today. Yeah. But yeah, I just don't like, like cold. No, I, that's the end of it. I don't, I, it's not that, I, it's not that I'm afraid of Corona. It's, if you have any illness, I have zero interest in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm not like creating super bugs. And the same thing with the gloves. Protecting myself. Certain things you're touching, you're like. So I, I mean, Natalie and I talked about it. We'll probably still wear a mask, like going into a restaurant, but like still take it off at the, at the thing. Yeah. We'll probably go out a little bit more than usual. Nothing too drastic. One thing Natalie brought because we built like an entire like basically theater space at this point with the, yeah. over the course of the years, surround sound, the lighting. She's like, honestly, if movies. Like I, we, we both agreed we want to get the theater experience occasionally. Yeah. But unless it's worth the theater experience, with no sticky floors, no crying baby, <laughs> I can have whatever snack I want. No one's gonna yell at me for playing on my phone at a boring scene. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. no, it's true. Uh, all I need is like a new TV. Like, because my TV is just like it's too, it's too low, low grade now. So, but once it is, I think theaters are out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, CJ, I agree. It's not, nothing wrong if you are afraid of the coronavirus. I mean, even if it's a one in one million chance that it's going to kill you, that's still a chance that it's going to kill you. So I have no problems with that at all. I'm saying that I'm not personally afraid of corona per se. Uh, if you want to say that I'm afraid of anything, I'm afraid of any illness and not because I'm worried about it killing me because I just don't like feeling like shit the next day. That's all yeah, it really comes even... down to. Yeah, no, I'm not afraid of it. And nor am I like trying to foster a, uh, you know, like it, like my contribution to my protection is not going to create the next super bug. You know yeah. what I mean? The a hundred of us doing it isn't either. So, you know, I wouldn't freak out about it, but I will say it's, it's pretty, it's been pretty sweet not being sick. <laughs> That's what I, I mean. Really like, I didn't have, I didn't have to go to a con, come home and then for three days be like, Oh, I didn't have to cancel playing like games online with my friends. Cause I felt like yeah. crap. I didn't, I didn't. I just didn't have a shitty. I'm a guy that wakes up at six a.m. and goes to the gym immediately. Bike rides. Yes. I, I I just don't like feeling like crap. That's all it comes no. down to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every time I tr every it's like every time I try to jump into like hitting the gym or working out, it's like literally four days into doing it, I get sick and I'm out for a week and then I'm out for the year. And yeah. So it's like, well, I'm not gonna get back into that. Like, <laughs> so I'm, but like, no, I'm trying to take care of myself. So by the time we do get to the cons, it's like I'm gonna avoid the crud and I'm gonna be. I won't feel like I'm dying because it. I won't have literally not worked out or taken care of my body for a year and then walked the the equivalent of 30 miles in a day which <laughs> well, that's so another factor i vote that when we both vaccinated we fly you out here in june and we do a bunch of on-set things together to celebrate safety right you know like that we can yeah, do it yeah. and then we'll all go to new york comic-con 
There you have it. And we'll bring Dan to carry all the equipment. <laughs> and we'll abandon our families and we'll go to San Diego on Thanksgiving, too. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. Yeah, no, 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 not happening. I don't, I don't like they would have to offer me some big ass paycheck to go. It would have to be. Yeah. I mean, I'm not and saying even then I'll take money if they want to pay me to go. <laughs> so the thing, the thing about it is like the, for my, for me, cause like cons don't get us anything. We don't, we don't make money off cons. We lose money off cons. Yeah. The reason to go is to meet creators we think are cool and interact with the audience. If neither of those factors are it are at this con, I ain't going. That's just it. That's always been my like, philosophy. That's what it turned if, into. If, if you can't go, ladies and gentlemen, and like Chip Zdarsky isn't there, then I'm not going to that con. Like it's just uh, pass. I don't go to cons just because they exist. I go because like I, there's something about it I want to experience, and I need to know that that our audience would want to be there. Yeah, you know, because I want to meet you and interact with you. That's it. If, if it, it would be like if San Diego just said, like, we're not going to have an in-person con, but all the people who would be at the con are going to come to our studio and we're going to shoot live things there. Like, it's the same. That's that's how I'm treating it, where it's like, no, I'm not going to that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about that. Pass. So, all right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Absolute Comics every Tuesday right here at twitch.tv slash comic story at 5 p.m. Eastern. You can catch me, Sal, and the occasional chime in from the God voice of Dan uh, talking about your favorite comic book topics. And as I am moving through my move, I will be back at our studio. Everything will still look cool. But you, I may just stay here because I got like a whole setup I'm going over here for when I don't <laughs> want to leave the office. Yeah. Well, I, my, my goal with this office is to make it into a functioning office. And then I walk out and go play video games over there. Like It's great. No, yeah. it's it's I it's like the separation. So You need the separation. It's important. Work-life balance, man. Yep. So, but I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please consider going to our other channel, Absolutely Marvel and DC, where Sal, me, Dan, and Dylan talk about the CW shows, the Disney Plus shows, the Amazon Prime shows, pretty much all the TV shows, trailers, and movies. And we give you guys our straight opinions. And if you can't handle opinions, well, we don't care. We're still going to give them to you. <laughs> <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. Can't, I mean, that's, that's just it. Uh, and uh, guys, we'll see you next week right here as well. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, G Fuel. Use the code COMICS at checkout. They have been generous enough to keep supporting this podcast long. I, we, I mean, they're they the first sponsor, and at the rate we're going, the only sponsor. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time right here at Absolute Comics. <laughs>